So, welcome everybody. It's Sunday. Happy Sunday. Let's turn, let's turn the frowns upside down and smile for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Are y'all thankful to be in the house of the Lord this morning? I know I am. I know I am. I'm thankful to be alive. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for every breath in my lungs. Nothing is taken for granted. Amen. Hallelujah. As, you know, as most of you know, and maybe some may not, that I was in a very serious car accident in which my car was totaled and I got less than a year ago, which was absolutely devastating. And I also sustained injuries because of this. And, you know, after, after uh, accepting the assignment of preaching this morning, you know, I, I, of course, immediately went to the Lord in prayer and um, asked him what he would have me speak on. And, you know, I didn't know right away, of course, but nevertheless, um, it came quite suddenly with two stories um, and one particular verse that has just been a rhema word for me, just repeating in my mind and in my heart. And, um, you know, I, I have so many incredible testimonies because of this tragedy that I, that I've experienced here recently, but I can't help but to view it all as a blessing. Amen. You know, ultimately we all must understand that everything that happens in our lives is either caused by God and him doing it or allowed by him. Now I know God isn't going to cause something like this to, to happen to me but what I do know is that he allows things to happen in order to propel us forward and level us up. Amen. You know, one thing that's hard for us to accept is most of the time there is pain in the progress. There is pain in the progress. Sacrifice in the success. Sacrifice in the success. And taking a step back back in order to get a better perspective, a panoramic view, if you will, on, on how to move forward from where you're at. You know, I didn't, I didn't know that this was going to happen to me, obviously. I, I wasn't financially prepared for something like this to happen to me. To be completely honest, I wasn't mentally prepared for this to happen to me, but but see, I realized that one area that is most important, I was prepared, and that was spiritually. Amen. I was prepared spiritually, and this, this, this life-changing event gave me a deeper revelation and understanding of three specific scriptures one being Matthew 6.33, as, as most of us would know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these, all these things, all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you believe that this morning? Glory to God. Give him a hand clap of praise. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Psalms 91. One through three, those who live in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. 
Mm. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but that, that, that just does something on the inside of me. That, that's God just letting you know, hey, I got you. I don't know what's going on in your life right now, but I got you. I'm there. I'm protect. Are you hiding? Are you abiding in me? Glory to God. And finally, the rhema word that I was talking about that God has been just speaking to me since pretty much the, the, the accident happened is a very well-known and quoted scripture, Romans 8, 20, 28. And we know that all, again, there's that word, all. See, God doesn't leave anything out. See, God doesn't give you a little bit or most. God says all things work together for good to those who love God. Do you love God this morning? Do you love God this morning? I said, do you love, come on now. Do you love the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To those who are called according to his purpose. Are you called according to his purpose? Because I know I'm not here for me. All right. That's, that's something that I had to get. I had to get early on. The Lord showed me, look, you're not here for you. You're here for me. You're here for my mission. You know, and a couple Sundays ago, I gave a message uh, 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 that had a lot to do with that about we want to get God on our path, but instead we need to be on his path. We, we want him to help us on our mission, but we need to help him on his mission. And what is his mission? Proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ to all nations and telling everybody what Jesus did for us on that cross of Calvary. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, you know, the season of my life, I, I, I understand I understand these scriptures on, on a whole different level. And some of you, you know, some of you may say, like, I already know this. I've heard these scriptures a thousand times and, and praise the Lord for that. I praise the Lord for that. But see, see, I know, I know on a much deeper level from a spiritual perspective that everything we obtain in this life and all that we have is 100%. I said 198, not 99%, 100% connected to our spiritual health, meaning our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, you know, I don't have time, obviously, to go through every testimony that, that I've encountered um, from the storm that I'm currently in. But the message that the Lord has, has put on my heart for this morning, I just want to say that it isn't just a word from the Lord for you, but it's for me too. Amen? It's for me too. Now, if you could uh, turn to your Bibles. Um, to the uh, Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 13 through 16. Amen.
says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the son of man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. But then Jesus asked them, but who do you say I am? He's asking you, who do you say that I am? Mm. Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Oh. I promise to not keep you too long this morning, only until I'm finished. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, giving a message using this passage entitled, Who Do You Say I Am? Amen. If we could uh, bow our heads in the prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. First and foremost, we thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us, Lord God. We thank you for the blood that was shed for us. We thank you for the new covenant this morning, Lord. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would anoint our ears to hear, Heavenly Father, that you would open our eyes to see and soften our hearts to be able to receive this message this morning, Father. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together, Lord, to hear a word from you, to give you glory and lift up the name of Jesus in this house. Heavenly Father, I'm asking that you would encourage us this morning, that you would speak truths to us this morning, that you would give us a greater revelation of Jesus Christ and him crucified. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you so much, Father, for what you're going to do. We come to your throne boldly this morning. With great expectations, praying all of this in the mighty name of Jesus, we all pray amen and amen. Now, this question is by far the single most important question you will ever answer within your entire existence here on earth. Your answer to this question not only affects your life here, but also your life in eternity. I believe, and you should too, that depending on your answer to this question, it will have an incredible effect on your life right where you're at, tomorrow where you're going, and the future where you're headed if we take this book literal in the sense of applying these words to our life as we should then we know that our steps are ordered by the lord and there's many of us who read these words and like i said before has has heard these scriptures a thousand times but it all comes down to this very question and how you answer it I'm afraid to say, but bold enough to say that there's many of us who answer this question from a head knowledge, but not a heart posture. I said from a head knowledge, but not a heart posture. 
because that's what matters. You can say anything out your mouth, but it matters what's in your heart. It is your heart. Do you believe this morning? Do you believe this book this morning? Do you believe the infallible word of God this morning? Because this is truth. You can get what you can get from Fox News and MSNBC. And I'm telling you right now, this you can trust. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We, you know, we, we as humans are flawed. And, and let's get real for a minute and not sugarcoat it. I, you know, I spoke about this last Wednesday in my study on the Beatitudes and how we as Christians feel like we have to put on a superficial face mask displaying a smile when we are really dying on the inside. I'm going to get real with y'all. We would rather lie and say, I'm fine, than let someone in. And express their sympathy for us. <laughs> we would rather struggle eating the bare minimum on the verge of starvation than reach out for help with our finances. We would, we would rather drown in, 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 in anxiety and depression than ask a brother or sister in Christ for prayer. The main issue here is pride. I said the main issue here is pride. It, taking a big gulp and, and admitting those words that most of us cringe inside when we, I'm not okay. I need help. The reason why I bring all of this out is because, again, it, it comes to how you answer Jesus when he asks you, who do you? Say that I am. Something about Jesus is there is no hiding how you truly feel. And there is no putting walls up so he can't see. There is no superficial face mask you can put on to hide the pain that's inside. You may think you're hiding, but he knows. You, you, may, you may think that you're doing a great job of putting a front on for your family and friends and coworkers. But I tell you this morning that he knows. He knows. I said he knows. He knows what you are feeling on the inside. He knows the anguish that you feel, the anxiety that attacks you. He knows the struggles that you're going through. He knows everything that you've stuffed away in the closet, that you've shoved underneath the bed, that you choose to just move on. He knows. He knows when you, when he asks you, who do you say that I am? He knows what your heart is saying long before you open your mouth. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. Where's your heart at this morning? Where's your heart? Are you abiding in Christ? Is Christ abiding in you? This is, man, it's fundamental. Our heart, it's a heart posture. It's not, in, it's not 
about coming to church on Sunday. It's not about, it's not even about reading your Bible. It's not even about prayer. And, and, and you know, these things are great and you should do these things. You should. But what it's about is your heart posture. Where is your heart? This is about believing in God Almighty that he sent his son to die on the cross for all of us. That is what it's about. It is about the blood. The power is in the blood. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to go back uh, back a bit when Jesus and his disciples were, were on the boat in the middle of the storm. And, and and it's funny because this very question was asked, except it was from the disciples' perspective. I just I, I found that amusing. I, I, I like this in Mark 4 35 through verse 41. It says, And as evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping. <laughs> Can I say that again? Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Oh, somebody needs to get that this morning. He was sleeping. Not only was he sleeping, but he was sleeping comfy and cozy, all cuddled up with his head on a pillow, probably snoring. He was resting. Okay. He had a busy day that day. He was resting and he was comfortable. I know the boat was like, I'm not going to move around too much because I still am in pain. Normally I'd be jumping around up here. <laughs> You'll have to hold me down from doing cartwheels. But but this morning, I'm, a little, I'm, I'm, I'm like Jacob, all right? I'm, I'm limping. I've been wrestling with God, all right? But <laughs> he, the, I can see the, the boat just shaking, and, and Jesus is just like, <laughs> and then the disciples, man, the disciples, man, oh, man, the disciples woke him up. This says the disciples woke him up shouting, teacher. Teacher, don't you care? We're going to drown. We're going to die out here, man. What are you doing? You're snoring. You did all cozy. We're, there's water coming in the boat. What are you doing? Man, I can see Jesus just getting up like, what? <sighs> all right, all right, all right. It's, it's okay. Went up, and of course he went to the went went to the boat, and he, he he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, "Silence, be still." Mm. Silence, be still. And suddenly the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, "Why are you afraid? Do you still?" <laughs> Do you still have no faith? Verse 41. The disciples were absolutely terrified. Now it shifted. At first they were terrified from the winds and the waves. Now we're like, Whoa, who is this guy? Who is this? Like, wait a minute. I mean, I, I can't imagine how they felt. They were, they were so terrified of something. But then someone 
Jesus steps in. I said Jesus is in the boat. Jesus was in their boat the whole time. And he said, I, he rebuked the wind and the wind. He said, peace, be still. And they stopped. And it was a calm. It was a calm. And they got afraid. And, and this, is, this is so good. God is so good. He said, he said, who is this man? Who is this man? Greg is asking you, who is this man? Who is this? Do you know who is this man? Do you know who this man is? Do you know who this man? And he's asking you, who do you say that I am? Hallelujah. 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 You know, I actually experienced this a couple days ago. And as a lot of you know that uh, my, my youngest, Sammy, is, is she's terrified of weather, like in general. Like I'm talking wind and rain and snow and sleet and everything. Okay, it's adorable. It really is. And, and uh, she, she called me out of a blue and and she's and she's like whimpering and she called me and this happened like two days two three days ago and she's like she's like daddy i'm scared you know i'm man i just I'm, man that breaks me you know i'm like i'm melted like you got to pick me up off the ground i'm like oh baby girl it's okay it's going to be okay who controls the winds and the waves and, and and she's like, yeah, I know, but but can you pray, man, man, that'll get you, that'll get you, that right here, because then you ah, oh, her faith, her faith, she knows who he is, amen, childlike faith. She said, who did she go to? Her father. She went to her father. See. So I, I interceded for her, and, and I said, all right, well, let's pray right now. We bowed our heads, and, 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 and we prayed, and, and, and it was amazing because, you know, we prayed, and, 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 and actually before we prayed, I don't want to skip this part, because before we prayed, I told her, I said, I said, you know, baby girl, God might not end the storm. Like the storm might still be going on, but, but, but I can, I can, I, I can promise you that he will give you peace while the storm is still happening. Amen. Amen. You know, we prayed and, and, and we began to talk after we were pray after we finished praying and, and she's like, daddy, I got to show you something. So she goes into the other room and I don't, I don't even think she even got to what she was originally going to show me. And and she walked into the other room, and man, I kid you not, man, there was, there was rays of sun shining through the windows because we were FaceTiming, and, and I saw sun coming through the windows, and she looked at me, and she said, Daddy, he answered me. It's not raining no more. There's no wind. And I said, baby girl, because he controls the wind. Because he controls the weather. And you know what? He loves you. I said, do you feel special? She said, I don't know. I said, well, you should. Well, you should. Because the creator of the universe just heard you and said, I got you, Sammy. 
I got you. Man, that's so good. I just want to tell y'all this morning that he is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And he still stops storms. He still says, peace be still. This, this, is, this is not the only time that this has happened. I, I know a lot of you know, like you've, you've heard me. Because I will continue to testify every time that my daughter asks me to pray for a storm and the storm is cleared up. I will tell you every single time. I promise you. Because why? Because that should build your faith. That should give you, that, that should give you a peace with inside. That no matter what is going on in your life, no matter what winds and waves are crashing into your home, crashing into your life and your social life at your job it doesn't matter what's going on in your life all that matters is if you have Jesus in your boat amen hallelujah hallelujah glory to God glory to God now this 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 is where you know Jesus calmed the storm and 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 it and it took place a, a actually a long time before uh, the uh, previous scripture that I read in Matthew 16, where Simon Peter confessed him to be the Messiah. But the reason why I wanted to point it out is because it's important for us to remember who God is and the things that he's done for us in the past. This is so important. You know, the, this incident on the boat is most certainly one of the memories that stood out in his mind when, when, when Jesus asked him that question, who do you say that I am? Of course, combined with everything else, but I, but I, I could imagine being on, on a boat. I don't know. I've never been on a boat in a storm. I've only been on a couple of boats, let alone a boat in a storm. Like, I can't even imagine. I have to imagine that that's in the back of his head. Like, man, I remember that time. He is the Messiah. This, this is most certainly the son of the living God. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we need to be reminded of everything God has done for us in our lives. And there's two things that I, that I, I, I want to, I want us to do. And you know, yeah, I'm, I'm giving y'all an assignment to take home some homework to do. I want to encourage you all to get a notepad or, or, or a notebook or something, or I use my tablet or my phone. I have a subject in my notepad and I label it testimonies. And I, and I want you to write every time God says something to you, every time God gives you a sign, every time God performs a, a miracle in your life, I want you to document that. I want you to write that down. Amen. How many people here do that? You do that? That's awesome. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That, you know, that's so important. So that we never forget the things that God has done. Because after all, if, if, if they didn't do that, then how would we know? That's, 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 that's how the Bible came about. It's because, man, we got to write this down. We have to document this. So guess what? 
The Bible did never end. You are part of this story. So you continue on and write and journal and diary. And so that not only so that you could remember, but so that your kids could remember and your kids, kids could remember and your kids, kids, kids could remember for generations to come. Because God is performing miracles in our lives every single day. The fact that you are alive is a miracle. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Number two, I want you to talk about what God has done in your life. And I'm talking about the miracles, the prayers answered, the healings, everything. Talk about everything to everybody. Talk about it. Spread it. Share your story with everyone, coworkers, family members. Look. I don't know if, 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 if the Lord puts it on your heart to walk up to a random person in a grocery store, it might be super awkward and you might be like, man, I don't want to do that. But if you do it, I promise you, God will bless you. I promise you, he will fill your heart with so much peace and joy. You will walk away. And I'm not talking about financial blessing. I'm not talking about, because a lot of times our mind will go there. I'm talking about, he will, he, he will increase the, he will just fill your heart. He will fill your heart. And, and, you know, it's so important to obey the voice of the Holy Spirit at all costs. Stop. We got to stop trying to save our face. We got to show his face. And it's so good, man, when you walk up to somebody and you tell them your testimony and you tell them the things that you've experienced and you tell them who you used to be. Ooh, we don't like doing that. But you know what? There's power in that because when you show the dark and the dirt and the grind, that shows when they look at you face to face, they can see the glory of God shining through your life because where you used to be and to where you're at today. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, that's playing a role. And the advancement of the kingdom of God. This is what we are supposed to do. This is why we are here. But like I said before, it also does something within yourself. It will increase your faith. It will increase your love. It will increase your peace. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Doing those things will help you to never forget the things that God has done for you and when you're feeling down and out and trust me there's times in our lives where we're gonna feel down and out it's it's inevitable he never says it's gonna be easy actually it's harder <laughs> especially if you're a christian that's doing doing work for the kingdom okay because you got a bullseye on your back man oh man i've got so many testimonies of spiritual warfare it ain't even funny man i bought some oranges one day man let me tell y'all i bought some oranges my son he loves or gavin loves oranges loves orange he'll eat a whole bag in like one sitting and i'm like and then this one likes lemons who eats a lemon? She does. <laughs> I can't imagine that. But Gavin, uh, Gavin got, he goes, dad, is, is the orange, where's the oranges? We are like driving home from the grocery store. I'm like, it's in the, one of the bags. I don't know. He grabs a bag of oranges, opens it up. He peels one open. Dude, these oranges look great. The date is fine. They look ripe and they look good, juicy. Opens it up. It's black. 
that don't even make sense. And then and he's like, Dad, these oranges are no good. And I'm looking at him like, yeah, they are, man. The date is good. They look good. What's wrong with these oranges? Like, they're fine. He shows me. I'm like, open up another one. Dude, when I tell you that, like, he found, like, what, like, two, maybe three out of the whole bag that was good, all of them were black on the inside. Man, I'm telling you, spiritual warfare is real. And, you know, a lot of people be like, ah, it's just some oranges. Dude, I got so many stories. All right. I'm not, not going to go. That was just one. All right. But that was most certain because I was preaching that weekend. Amen. I was preaching that following Sunday. So I knew like, no, nope, it was. And that wasn't the only thing that happened. But see, it comes. But see, that's why I wanted to point out if you have Jesus in your boat and if your heart is right and the posture, the posture of your heart, not what you do, but believing in what he did for you, that is where it's at. Amen. That is where it's at. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, it's important to, to have, to have this, this like log of, 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 of miracles and testimonies because there's going to be times that Satan is going to attack us and he's going to try to put unbelief in our heart. He's going to try to, oh, that, oh, that's not, oh, God's the, oh, this and that, and just negative things and just attack you. This is a battlefield up here. I don't know if y'all know this, but we need to know this. This is a battlefield, and you need to take every thought captive in the name of Jesus. And I, like, I, I've said it before, but I will continue to say it. Take every thought captive and then filter those thoughts through Philippians 4.8 filter those thoughts and I, I don't I, I don't know about heart but I should but whatever is true and honest and good and faithful and lovely and and all of those amazing things if it doesn't if it doesn't line up then I rebuke it in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah I can tell you for a fact that God does so much for each and every single one of you that you would be mind blown if you documented it like you you would seriously every time he speaks to you every time he performs a miracle your mind would be blown you'd be like i don't even have time to document it because it's just so much because honestly like i said before when you wake up in the morning you should document that glory to god for another day amen hallelujah hallelujah now that story of jesus in the boat with the disciples is honestly it's i'm going to be very very transparent with y'all it is exactly where i'm at in my life right now i am most certainly in a storm i spent years working getting my credit up and and you know getting my credit on point and and i took a leap of faith and financed my very first car got my you know i i mean it it was it was a it was a uh, a benchmark for me you know it was something man I, I i did this praise the lord thank you jesus you know and, and it was something that that it, it, it meant a lot not too much but it but it, it meant something you know it was an achievement and you know it wasn't a brand new car but it was newer but my car's gone it's gone 
gone, man. It's just gone, totaled. And, and you know, of course, that's a material thing at the end of the day, which can be replaced. So I, that's fine. And, and, and it will be in Jesus' name. <laughs> and I'm praying for the same one in Jesus' name. But, you know, I wasn't financially prepared for this, for this storm. And, you know, I wasn't, I, it's not like I had thousands of dollars in the bank to go throw down on a brand new car and just, you know, I, I, I'm just, I wasn't there. I, I didn't have that. I, I, it was a surprise. And, you know, but I understand that it's not my job to worry, but to trust the process and trust him because God has a plan. Amen. Now, how, now I'm going to tell y'all, because I think it's important for me to be transparent, for me to be honest, and, you know, for just be real for a minute. Have I worried about this at all, the season that I'm in, the storm that I'm in? And I, I think it's very important for me to tell you, yes, most certainly I have. Most certainly I have. I think that's important. That, that's, it's important, you know, God has put me in this position. He's called me here, and it's important for me to be real with you. And, you know, after, after I reached that place, I, I, after I, I was, like, worrying and, and stressing, I, I have to tell you that I also asked the Lord for forgiveness, and I repented. And I will admit that there was two days that I was absolutely broken. Like I was absolutely broken. I laid in my bed and I just, I cried out to God in agony in pain and physical pain and emotional pain, mental pain. I mean, I'm just like, oh my gosh, God, why have you let this happen to me? I don't understand. And just, and like, you know, boohooing for two days. All right. My eyes were poofy. <laughs> all right. And y'all are like, Greg, really? Greg? Yes, Greg. All right. We all, we all can come to that place. And it's important for you to know I'm human. <laughs> all right. I'm human. And you know, it was, it was, a, it was, it, it, that happened. There was a week into this and, and I was thinking, you know, how I was doing so great seven days ago, just seven days ago, I was able to work a job that I love. I, I, you know, had a great mode of transportation. It was reliable. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful car. I'm not even a car guy, but it was, you know, it was a great car and, and, you know, life was going good. And then it came to a screeching halt. Am I complaining? No, because I'm grateful that I'm alive. I could have died three weeks ago. I could have died when this happened, but the Lord has preserved my life. The Lord has saved my life and he protected me in this accident. Therefore, I'm now here being able to given the opportunity to testify to all of you of God's faithfulness. God's unfailing love. God is good all the time. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I was one foot away from hitting a traffic, a traffic uh, uh, that holds the traffic lights up, a pole. I was one foot away from hitting this pole. This would have most certainly put my engine in my lap and folded my car. 
I mean, this is just, this is being real here. I, you know, I have to acknowledge the, the severity of the car accident. And it's just, it, I had to come to terms with this. And, and, it, and it's so important. But see, I understand that the Lord has brought me here. And, it, and it's either to break something out of me. To break me, to break something out of me or to instill something in me. And, and it's so important for us to recognize when we're in a season where we happen to be broken. You know, now there's, there's, there's so many miracles that have happened since this accident that just blows my mind. Like it, it, it seriously just blows my mind and we don't, have a, we don't have the time for me to go over everything and I will. You know, the more times I have the opportunity to speak, I will, I will tell you all things that have, that has happened. But one thing that I want to, I want to tell you all this morning is about my rental car. All right. It's crazy, crazy story. Okay. And it, and it's just, it, it's so, so good. God is so good all the time. And I, we don't deserve it. Now, it's important for you to know that you don't deserve it. Okay, it's nothing that we did, but it's having faith in what he did for us. And, and it's so important to understand that. See, now, a benefit of my insurance is that they, you know, they'll, they'll pay for a rental car and, and, you know, they'll hook you up. And, and, and once your car is deemed totaled, then, you know, you got to give the rental car back in a couple of days, which I'm at that point. But, man, this is so good. <laughs> I'm so happy I get to tell y'all this because this is great. I must have called seven different places, okay? Seven different places, rental places, to be able to rent a car, okay? I'm calling, man, from here to Ann Arbor to Wixom. I mean, I'm, I'm Farmington Hills, Novi, North. I'm calling everywhere. Nothing. Not a car. We don't have a car till Friday. I'm like, dude, it's Tuesday. I got to go to church tomorrow. Like, are you kidding me? Man, I, I hang up the phone. Now, I called everywhere, okay? <laughs> everywhere. I hang up the phone, and then it dawned on me, I didn't pray. Silly me. Duh. I didn't ask God, all right? So I'm like, I'm sorry, Lord. And I asked him, and I said, Lord, I believe that there is a car for me. I believe that you're going to open up a door so that I could get a vehicle. And then something strange happened. And I, I didn't plan on, on doing this. I didn't plan, plan on praying this. And, and he put on my heart, ask for a, ask for a car that you want to drive. And I'm like, okay, I, I guess. All right. So I, I'm praying, Lord, I'm praying for the car that appeases me. I'm praying for a car that I'm going to see and I'm going to want to get behind the wheel. I'm praying for a car that I want to drive. Now, I didn't, that wasn't me because I really didn't. I just wanted a car, to be honest with you. I just wanted to get to church, the grocery store, you know, those types of things. Now, I, 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 in Jesus' name, amen. Five minutes later, my phone rings. 
man, I'm telling y'all, this is crazy. My phone rings and they're like, hey, is this Greg? And I'm like, yeah, this is Greg. And they're like, well, this is the car rental place. And I heard you were looking for a car. You heard I was looking for a car. Since when does car rental places call you to ask you if you want to rent a car? Man, I'm telling you, I can't make this up, man. This is crazy. So I'm like, I don't question it. Of course, I'm not going to question what the Lord is doing. I'm just going to accept it and, and thank Jesus all the way. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm looking for a car. He goes, I want to set you up tomorrow. I'm like, okay, tomorrow's Wednesday. Whew, that's close. I got to go to church. All right, all right, what time? Three o'clock, okay, bet. Man, tomorrow comes. I'm calling Ubers and Lyfts, and man, it's not going. It is not going. Yeah, it'll go through, and he even charged my card pending, and then it was like, oh, well, well, we can't get one to you in the next hour and a half, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I'm just like, I, at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm in the storm, and Jesus is in the boat, and I'm like, Jesus, wake up. What's going on? What are you doing? Do you want me? I gotta go to church, Lord. All right, so I'm 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 uh, I'm panicking a little bit. I'll admit, I'm like, man, oh my gosh, I'm like, Lord, I, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. All right. Next thing you know, a notification hits my phone that Uber is on the way. I canceled the order. Man, I'm telling y'all, I can't make none of this. is crazy, man. Uber comes. I'm like, praise the Lord. I'm praising Jesus all the way, walking to the Uber. I step foot, sit down in the Uber car. Dude, all I heard was Phil Wickham playing through the radio. I was like, oh, is that Phil Wickham? Hold on. Are you a believer? She looked at me and said, yes, I am. Are you? I, oh, man, y'all already know where that went. Y'all already know the ride that we had. That was a glorious ride. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, here's the thing. I sat down, heard Phil Wickham. She had a picture of Jesus on her dashboard. Mm, she had a picture of Jesus on her dashboard. Man, I immediately told her my whole testimony. Y'all already know it. I told her my whole testimony. And, and she was just so encouraged. And, and man, let me tell y'all, we pull up to the, to the, to the, the rental place. And, and she, she looked at me and she goes, can we pray? And I'm like, Absolutely. 100%. So we hold hands and we pray. And I'm like, where are you from? And she's like, I'm from Africa. I'm like, what? Oh, I'm preaching the gospel to all nations in my Uber. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You got a Facebook? Let's swap. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So we pray. I'm like, man, she's super encouraged. I'm encouraged. I go into the car rental place, and they're like, all right, so we got some options here. I'm like, options? Y'all don't even have one car. What are you talking about? You got options. Like, I'm telling you, this is crazy. I go out, and they're like, well, we got this, this, and this. And I'm like, ah. ah. And he's like, you know what? Actually, we got this 5.0 drop top Mustang over here and it looks like your insurance is going to cover it. You just got to cover the $3 tax. 
Man, I about fainted, man. Like, for real? Lord, are you serious right now? Look, I've never even been in a convertible, okay? I'm pulling out of the parking lot in a convertible, like, <laughs> oh, God, you are so good. Jesus, man, I had Jesus music bumping so loud with the top down that everybody could hear it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean, I'm telling y'all, don't worry about nothing because he's already got a plan for you. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. You know, when that happened, it was a, a scripture just bloop, popped in my mind, and it was Psalms 37, 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. I'm not even a car guy, but a 5.0 Mustang drop-top convertible? What? Like, I'm sorry, but that I, I will never get over that. Like, ever. Like, I will be telling people that, you know, uh, 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 Sean, he came outside when I pulled up to church on Wednesday. <laughs> he, was, he stood on the side of the car. My man was crying. He was like, man, can I take a picture of you in this? <laughs> like, I got to show my friends this. Because this is great. Man, I'm telling you, let God show up and show out. Amen? Because he will. You know, this is it's, oh, so good. Man, I just, I can't get over that. I, I'm sorry. I just, I can't get over that. You know, I always say that we make plans and God laughs. Like, what are you doing why are you trying to, like, I already got it figured out if you just give it to me. Amen. You know, you can try to figure it out yourself or you can give it to God and let him handle it. The more you try, the less God is able to do. Let me say that again. The more you try, the less God is able to do. He is always waiting for you to give up. And as our brother Lauren Larson, who's going to be here in a couple of weeks, he likes to say, God, I can't, but you can help. We need to say that more often. Amen. And Jesus was sleeping in that boat, sleeping in that boat because he knew that his steps were ordered by the Lord. He knew he had a mission to complete. He, 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 his life wasn't over. He knew that. Where are you at this morning? Do you believe that? Do you believe who he is, who he says he is? Do you believe that he is the son of the almighty God? Oh, that's so good. Oh, glory to God. God is so good. You know, ever since... I want to cover this real quick. Ever since the car accident, the Lord has spoken this word to me. And I want to, I want to share it with you. I'm talking about minutes after the car accident. I, I, I got out of my car and I went to try to help the, the other, the other uh, ladies that were involved. And, you know, I, I, I turned around and I saw my car in the, in, in the, in, in, in the bushes and I saw that I was a foot away from hitting a pole. 
okay? And I immediately started weeping because I had realized that God had, he protected me. He, he, he saved my life. That I might not, I, there's, a, there's a chance, obviously there's a chance right there at 12 inches that I might not be alive today to speak about that. And, and, you know, it, it, it brought tears to my, down my cheeks and I'm crying and I'm on the side of the road with cops and all kinds. And I'm just praising God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And he spoke this to me and he said, son, I am working all things together for your good because you love me and you are called according to my purpose. And that scripture has just been just all over and over like I'm talking about playing over and over people would pray for me and they would recite that prayer and and I would look over at the clock and it would say 828 and and just like 828 828 and it was just like God reminding me continuously of this even so much so that the insurance company asked me to, to, to look at some numbers and, and add some numbers up for them. And mind you, there was some sense involved in those numbers. And I was adding it up and it was just, it blew my mind that the number that came up, it ended up being 828 on the dot. Not a penny more, not a penny less. Man, I'm telling y'all, this is, do God is good. And he will remind you. He will show you in all ways keep your eyes open I mean it's it's so important we need to really believe his word not just read it or listen to it enough to say yeah I know that but but I'm talking about truly believe this within our hearts Jesus is right here right now and he is asking you that incredibly important question this morning. The very question that determines your eternity. The answer you give will play a huge part in the outcome of the current situation you may be in. It is a question that isn't just answered with words coming out of your mouth. But more so, it is a question that is answered within your heart. If you answer it the way that I would hope and assume you would, then you are saying that you believe who he says he is. And, and if this be true, then you believe God is God almighty, the creator of the universe. He is the one who made the heavens and the earth, the oceans and every continent, the sun and the moon. He's the one that paints us the beautiful picture every single morning for sunrise and every evening for sunset. He is the author and finisher of our faith. He is our soon coming king. Amen. As singers and musicians, come back, please. He is the alpha and the Omega. He is our righteousness. He is our sanctifier. He is our healer. He is our redeemer. He is the one and only true God. He is our father, our heavenly father. In a world where you can't trust what you see, or here, I can promise you that you can trust him and you can trust his words.
in this book from Genesis to Revelations and all in between. And if you believe this book with your heart, then you should know that he is working everything out together for your good because you love him and you are called according to his purpose. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. If you live in the shelter of the Most High, you will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. But at the end of the day, it's all dependent upon how you answer that question Jesus is asking all of us this morning. Who do you say that I am? <laughs>